It's a wonderful day in Southern California. My name is Star Jesse Taylor, and I am here to bring you the podcast, I Am a Human Being. Today, we're going to talk about internet craziness, why people spend their time on the internet, why people get obsessed with self-help addictions, and how we can solve this problem. I used to be addicted to self-help. I used to listen to spirituality in my car, everywhere I go, spiritual videos, self-help videos, because I thought this would give me the ability to be a better person, to grow more. And I didn't know that was, it was a pattern in itself. So I would be like, oh yeah, I need to listen to Michael Singer. I need to listen to Abram Hicks. I need to listen to uh, Oprah and the Soul Series and Michael Singer and all of that podcast and I was like even in the car like I was listening everywhere to all these podcasts audiobooks and I thought that just by listening to them I improve myself and that's how I'm going to have a successful life my life wasn't improved by the knowledge my life was improved by applying the knowledge but the funny thing was it wasn't even a plot from using a lot of things that I learned from there. It was actually just from going in the direction. So I'm going to give you guys a preface. I used to drive Uber. I used to drive Lyft. I am an immigrant, right? I came from Europe uh, to the United States, and I came here without anything. I had two bags, and it wasn't even like that big of bags. I had two bags. I didn't even have a place to stay in the beginning. I stayed with a friend. And I didn't have a car, nothing. But on some point, I was able to get a car. Um, and I was driving Uber, I was driving Lyft, and I was working with kids in a company where I would be an entertainer, um, entertaining kids on birthday parties, um, doing lots of games in schools. Uh, it was a blast. I had so much fun. I learned so much about the psychology of children. And it gave me a lot, a big ability of social skills because the ability to have 30, 50 children, no matter what age, anywhere from uh, seven till 17, to entertain them and make amazing games for them um, and spend two, three hours with them, have their undivided attention is a skill, especially nowadays with social media. So... I did all those things, but I was like, damn, I cannot live my life like this. Like, I cannot drive Uber forever. I'm too smart for this. I want way more things than this. I want to be successful. I want to grow. I want to do the things that I value. And I always loved making videos. I always made videos. Um, I used to make Vine videos. If you guys remember Vine, it's the six-second videos. And for all the Viners, it's a huge skill to be able to make a story within six seconds. Make a story that makes people laugh within six seconds. I wasn't famous on Vine. I didn't even have a lot of followers. I used to make YouTube videos too. And, but I was so in love with Vine, like just posting videos that even though I didn't have followers, I would just post them. And even when Vine was canceled, I still used the app and uploaded the Vines on Instagram, right? So I was driving Uber and from time to time, maybe make a video or so. But most of the time, I was just like 
thinking that I can control things with my thoughts, which is one of the worst uh, things for your own mental health. And I'll tell you why. When you come from trauma, and this is where the story gets interesting, when you come from trauma, which most people do, you are seeking control and safety. You are seeking control and safety, okay? Because you come from uncertainty, all right? And you come from a situation that was lots of times very uncontrollable. You are looking for control and safety. You're almost like upset. You want to have control and safety. You want to know how you can be successful. You want to know how you can get the things that you want to have. And you want to do the things that you want to do. Now, then those teachers come along. Those teachers come along saying, oh, we can give you control. You can control your experience with your thoughts. You can control your experience with astrology. You can control your experience with all these techniques that we give you. And the problem is, it sounds so good. It sounds so fucking good because this is what you were looking for. And this is why so many people get pulled into self-help. And this is the dangerous part of self-help. You want to believe these things and you get excited about it. And the funny thing is they regurgitating your confirmation bias. They confirming your confirmation bias. They say, yeah, these feelings, you are more aware, you're an empath. And then you have a new label. Oh, I'm an empath. Oh, cool. Okay, I'm an empath. Oh, I feel more special as an empath. Oh, wow. Now I have more identity. And I know all of this about astrology and the moon. And oh, my God, I can do all these things with my thoughts Oh, I'm going to get all kinds of money with my thoughts and all those things. And the relationships, the soulmates, they're going to just come. I don't have to do anything. And this is fulfilling so many of the trauma addictions because you like don't want to be uncomfortable, right? And it's so easy to say, oh, I can do this with my thoughts. And it's so easy to just watch video after video after video. And guess what the brain does? The brain uses exactly that for compulsions. You, you read a book, right? Any book. And you apply a little bit. And you're like, yes, this is great. Da, 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 da. But then the brain's like, no, we're not ready yet. We need to heal more to be able to be in relationships. We need to heal more to be successful. That's why we're not successful yet. That's it should come easy, it says. It should come easy because that's what these teachings says. It's allowing, it's easy, it's effortless, it's flow. It's so fucking ridiculous. It's so fucking ridiculous and such a brainwashing. And there's so many people fucked up teachers out there. So many fucked up. And I look you right in the face. You are fucked up. And some of you don't even know because you're brainwashed yourself, because you get a sense of identity yourself. I'm not gonna name names. But all you, I'm an empath, I'm a seer, I can see those things for you. Fuck you. Fuck you. I'm serious. You're hurting so many people's mental health. And I was caught in that. I was caught in that. And it's so important to look at, do we want to believe these things? Because if we want to believe these things, like religions, for example, right? Because it's a new identity. It's a new way of control. You get these mental concepts. You get these parameters. You get parameters, right? You get these, this map that's saying, if you do these things, you go to heaven. If you do these things, 
you can be in control of even after death because it's always trying to get rid of uncertainty, right? All these traumas is always trying to get rid of uncertainty and they promise you, the pastor is promising you, you get rid of uncertainty if you do this phrase in the Bible, if you stay with these commandments. It's fucking ridiculous. And in spirituality, if you think the right thoughts, it's just going to effortlessly come. You don't have to do all that effort work, but give me the money, give me the money, give me the money, give me the money. <laughs> give me the money. Take me to the money, as we've seen. Uh, I think that's what he said in uh, Tobey Maguire. T bring, bring me to the money. Bring me to the money. Uh, was it Cuba Gooding Jr.? It was. Um, so this is the trap because people think they got out of identification with the brain, but they just got into a new identification. And the new identification is, oh, I'm this spiritual person and I know so much more. But really, you just identified with a new pattern in your brain. You identified with new concepts. And now it's so important to bring in cognitive diffusion because cognitive diffusion is the ability to differentiate between you and your brain. But the voice that comes in and says, no, these are the right teachings, sounds so right. And I know this when I got out of this trap. It felt so wrong because I felt, felt like I let, leave a community behind. It felt like I leave something behind that I might miss out on. What if they write? But it was all thoughts. It was all thoughts. It was, the brain knows exactly what's going to keep you there. The brain knows exactly what's going to keep you doing compulsions. And it wants to protect you. It's your friend, actually. This is what you got to understand. If you, you want to do the things that you value, and if you don't do the things that you value, like making a podcast, doing your music, doing paintings, starting your business, starting your Instagram, starting your TikTok, doing the doctor, um, doing all those things, even in school, doing the project, if you don't do those things, you are telling your brain with your behavior that those things must be dangerous because why would you not do them if they're not dangerous? Why would you not do them if they're not dangerous? Do you understand? They must be dangerous because if they wouldn't be dangerous, you would do them. And your brain observes your behavior. It observes what you spent your time on. It observes your actions. And it reacts to those actions. It doesn't understand language. You think it understands language. You understand language. That's the funny thing. You understand language. The brain doesn't understand language. I'll prove it to you. Tell your brain right now to never give you a negative thought again. Tell your brain right now to uh, never give you a thought again about your ex cheating on you, that he cheated on you. Or never give you jealous thoughts of, of your current relationships. Or, yeah, never in general give you thoughts about not being confident, not being uh, not good enough. Your brain's like, doesn't understand. It's like, what are you talking about? I don't speak language. I speak behavior. Now, but if you react to those thoughts, if a thought comes in, oh, you're not deserving, and you talk back, oh, yeah, what should I do? I need to buy a sexy dress. I need to make more money. And you go back into that. You talk to the, those thoughts, which is you reacting to it. The brain gives you more thoughts because you're reacting. It's your behavior, even with your thoughts. And even your outside behavior, if in the morning you wake up and you like spending time on getting ready to impress other people, wearing clothes to uh, impress other people, or even 
um, rehearsing in your car the way you talk in school or the way you talk at work in a way that you impress other people, that you chase the validation of other people, the brain's like, oh, you love chasing the validation of other people. I want to support you in chasing the validation of other people. How can I support you in chasing the validation of other people? Oh, I know. I just have to give you more feelings of insecurity. I just have to give you more thoughts of not being good enough. The brain doesn't differentiate. It doesn't judge you chasing validation. It doesn't see it, oh, this is bad for his mental health. No, it's like, <gasps> he loves doing it. I want to support him. But the same way, if you, instead of acting on these patterns of trying to impress and chasing validation, act on the things you value, do the things that you value, even though it might feel uncomfortable, over time you're showing your brain with behavior that you care about what you value, and then your brain goes, oh, we value ourselves. That's where confidence comes in, right? But it's going to be about the behavior, not some fucking affirmation. Someone tells you, I'm confident. <laughs> Look at me. I'm confident. No, I'm confident. I'm confident. I'm confident. Most of these people brainwash themselves, guys. And it's not even deep. This is what I want you guys to know. notice. It's not even a layer deeper like you think about spirituality. It's not even deep. The reason is because they are still identified with their brain. They are still identified with their thoughts. What's deep is to have the cognitive diffusion to be able to differentiate. And even if the brain says, oh, we're not ready yet. We need to learn more self-help books. You're going to do your podcast anyway with all the uncomfortable emotions, all the thoughts. And this is what made me successful. Making those videos, making 4,000 videos on TikTok with any emotions and thoughts. Doing the things that I was scared of. Publishing my first course on Teachable. When the brain says, oh, it might not be ready yet. I don't know if it's that good. And doing it anyway because I knew it was a pattern. And I have to show my brain that I'm the kind of person who makes courses. I like to tell the story of Aaron Doughty, even though I don't like... Don't watch his teachings. I mean, some of them might be like, okay, just don't, like there's a lot of just, again, what I'm talking about in there, okay? But he had actually a good story that he told about him becoming a YouTuber. He said, I, had to sh I wanted to show my brain that, I don't, I don't think he said show my brain, but I want to show myself that I'm a YouTuber. And even though his sister like teased him for having like 12 subscribers, ah, are you making videos for your 12 subscribers? He every day made a video to show himself that he's a YouTuber. And this is how you show yourself that you're deserving. This is what Mark Freeman talks about. Mark Freeman talks about this. Stealing happiness because your brain tells you, oh, I'm not good enough yet. And then your brain tries to make that feeling feel better by watching self-help, getting control. Because you're like, oh, I'm not good enough yet. I'm not good enough for this. I'm not as special as the other people. I need to make myself special through these teachings. It gives you that fucking control. Can you not see it? Can you not see it? <laughs> and then it's so important to just do the thing with the uncomfortable emotions. And no, the uncomfortable emotions are not your intuition. It's patterns. <laughs> it's trauma patterns. Don't listen to these people. They are lost. I was lost. I was really smart, but the brain, it doesn't use your own intelligence. I'm going to make it deeper for you guys. It actually only uses the things that you react to, and you showed it from the data bank where you react to. 
So the key here is actually for all of you guys watching, write down the things you actually want to do. The podcast, not, not the things that you think will bring you there, not the tools that you think like on the way. Yeah, if you want to be a translator, you better know the languages, of course. I'm not saying that. If you want to be an audio engineer, you want to know the tools, how to be an audio engineer, how to good at it and do the things. If you want to be a podcaster, you need to do podcasts. If you want to sing, you want, need to sing. But you don't need to... Even meditating to try to get ready to do something is a compulsion. Everything can be a compulsion or it can be a value. Not everything. Everything can be a compulsion. Not everything can be a value. But let's say meditation. I used to... Because I've been coaching for like three years now. And I was always really ambitious to help my clients. So I would always try to do the best. And I was like, okay, I need to meditate before every coaching call. And that was a compulsion too, because I tried to get a certain state to make the coaching call amazing. See how everything that seems even good can be a compulsion or not? Now, if we meditate just to build the skill of emotional fitness, the ability to have all the thoughts and emotions... That's a value. But if we do it to get rid of certain feelings, get rid of certain thoughts, that's compulsion that will hurt your mental health. You will waste your time. So, my loves, it's going to be about you guys writing down what you want to do. And even though the brain tells you, no, no, we're not ready yet. And it's going to give you that icky feeling in the stomach. You're not going to like it. Because it has to hold you back it has to find it doesn't have hands and arms but it has emotions it even has body i have clients that i that i help and when they cut out even the emotional part a lot of times the brain will give them headaches and bodily sensations and they're like no this is a real sensation i cannot do these things and the brain has the ability to give you guys that and this is why it's important to make it about actions proactively and write them out on a whiteboard or write them out on notes and set during the day the actions that you want to grow. If you want to build your TikTok, I make three videos a day. What do I want to give instead of making videos to chase validation, which causes you to be more insecure, which a lot of the twerking videos out there of the girls trying to get more and more followers, right? So it's going to be about you guys making those videos and making them in a way that you value, to show yourself that you value yourself. And the brain will not like it. The brain's like, no, people are not going to like this even though you like it. And if you react to it and you do it in a way they like it just to make feelings feel better, you're going to create more insecurity and you're not going to create success. So the challenge here is for this Western society to be comfortable with being uncomfortable because the old pattern is the comfortable pattern and it might feel right, but it's wrong. And the new way right now might feel wrong, but it's right. That's why we don't make it about feelings because you're just going to stay on the emotional addictive engine. You need to change to the valued action engine. And this is the understanding that I hope you guys seen in many of my videos and the most important things that you practice. Because the only way to change your brain is to change your behavior. And you will 
and this is from my own experience. This is from my own experience, right? This is from my own experience. Your brain will change so much, you will not recognize yourself anymore. Your brain will change so much, you will have to remember the old fears that you used to have. Oh, I used to do this. I remember when I started mindfulness, and after a few weeks, I looked back and I was like, damn. I even forgot the things that I used to be scared of. Mindfulness is so important because there's outside compulsions and there's inside compulsions. Outside compulsions, example, you're in a relationship, jealousy comes up. As we know, trying to make feeling feel better is a compulsion. You coming here, trying to make jealousy feel better by going on Instagram and the stories to check what your boyfriend's doing to get control, to see that they don't cheat. You just did a compulsion that's an outside, a physical compulsion with your phone. You grab your phone, you checked. Outside. This will all cause more mental health problems, by the way, doing these compulsions and will hurt, um, give you more jealousy. Now, an inside compulsion is, okay, let, let's say you and me work together and you cut out that compulsion and instead you do something that you value. You play soccer. But if you play soccer and a thought comes in your brain that says, oh, is he cheating on you, right? We cannot control that thought, by the way. It's okay that that thought comes in. It's just an old pattern that comes in. We cannot control that. We cannot control the feelings that come in. But you can control if you talk back to it. And if you talk back to that thought that says, oh, what if he cheats on you? And then you think, oh, yeah, that's right. I remember he looked at my friend Susie like this or da-da-da-da-da. You are feeding the pattern the same way. Okay, so to wrap this up, self-help addiction is dangerous and getting caught up in the thoughts that you can control things with your thoughts is dangerous too because if you like, I can only have positive thoughts, guess what your brain eventually does? Oh, we can only have the positive thoughts? Oh, what about this negative thought? What's about this negative thoughts? What about this negative thoughts? And it looks for threatening and danger and you're messing up your whole brain. So the real spirituality is about doing the actions that you value with any emotions and thoughts mindfully. And mindfully is so important because you want to bring your brain back to doing this right now and show your brain that you are the boss. Because most of the time, you're reacting to brain patterns and you're being a slave to the brain. The brain gives you a feeling of boredom, you grab the phone. Oh, TikTok, I need to get rid of boredom. The brain gives you anxiety or thoughts that you want to feel, feel like, you grab the phone. You're being a slave to the brain. And of course, the brain gives you then more anxiety because that's the pattern you develop. And I'll explain you why. Brain gives you boredom. You grab the phone. You might get rid of boredom. So more relief comes. So the brain's like, oh, we're happy. How do we get happy? So I gave him a feeling of boredom and they fixed it. Got the phone and got happy. So the only thing I have to do is give them more boredom. Do you understand? Gives you anxiety. You fix it with the phone. Brain gives you more anxiety. The brain, almost it's like it gives you everything that you try to get rid of. Everything that you resist. I'll give this example of the house. Let's say you're in a house and you have thousands of chairs in the house. You're like, I don't want to have these chairs anymore. Why do I have all these chairs? And you start throwing the chairs out the window, start throwing the chairs out the uh, door, and you throw them out. If the brain watches you, 
brain is like, oh, they love throwing chairs out the window. That's what they love. They love that activity. Oh my God, they're running out of chairs. Let me give them more chairs. I need to bring more chairs in. It's the same thing with thoughts and emotions. If you're hating on a thought, if you're trying to get rid of the thought, the brain says, oh, they love fixing thoughts. They love fixing these things. And the same with the healing journey. If you're trying to heal yourself, the brain just gives you more trauma to heal. And it will be never ending. It will just give you trauma, trauma, problems, problems to fix. Because it thinks that's what you love. That's why you need to make it directly about what you value, mindfully. All right? With that being said, with that being said, this was the podcast. I am a human being. I love you guys. I wish you guys a beautiful day. Follow me on YouTube if you don't. It would be disrespectful not to. <laughs> um, yeah. Let me know if you guys have any questions in the comments. Um, ask your questions in the comments on YouTube. If you don't have a YouTube channel, guys, you can support your creators. I always see this. 50,000 uh, 50, views and then like 100 likes on some other creators' videos. And I know it's not like people wanted a like, but because they don't have a YouTube account. Do you know it's, it's really important for your creators? It really helps them out. The people who give you so much value that you make it, not even from, only for me, make it for all the other people that you watch that give you value. It doesn't cost you anything to make a YouTube account. So please make a YouTube account. That being said, I love you guys.